Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. You get a free audiobook. It's free. It's a free download of your book of choice. And you get a 30-day free trial. All you got to do is go to audibletrial.com forward slash what did he said. Again, that's over 180 thousand titles to choose from that's for your phone your android your kindle mp3 player if you can't find nothing you like in that 180,000 titles i can't do nothing for you player but thank you to audible for hooking up the listeners of the what did he said podcast again this is limited time only man you're gonna get hooked up fat go to audibletrial.com forward slash what did he said thank you peace Episode number 74, this your boy Chingo Bling, it's the What Did He Said podcast. I have my lovely co-host slash wife slash uh, accountant slash lawyer slash momager. Damn. Marisol. Hello, everyone. We have producer Rob, man. What's when up? I see, When I saw Rob today, I said, hey, man, we pass handshakes. For Give me real? a hug, dog. Yeah. We, we hug around here. Uh, we just landed in, in Texas two days ago. Uh, tired as a motherfucker. So I miss you guys. I miss this microphone. I miss this room. I miss this soil. You know, I'm loyal to the soil. And we were, not to ruin it, but the past couple episodes were pre-recorded. Of course. Yes. Sorry. Sorry, guys, but it's what we had to do. So we just got back from California, and it was intense. We showed up bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. Like, I was like, hey, guys, like, sharing every moment. <laughs> like, I'm in acting class. I went from, no joke, Rob, from having, like, 7,000 views, 8,000 views on my profile. It's to 2,000 right now. Why? What do you mean? I haven't been posting. Uh, I haven't been doing anything. Oh, I thought you were just to flex. And, like, right. now I'm at 30,000 views. You know? Because it's like, well, this girl ain't got shit on her story happening. So why am I going to check her out? So it's dropped so much huh. because I haven't really been posting, you know? So I felt like I'd seen quite a bit of stuff, but I mean, maybe, maybe not. Well, <laughs> we're, we're well today it's, I'm, I'm back at it. Like, you know what I'm saying? I have the time now. Yeah. And you know what we were saying uh, the other night, laying in bed, just exhausted, trying to like let your body be accustomed from, because we literally, it's a, it's, it was a hard pivot. We, we literally like moved for a month like moving alone is hard but moving getting accustomed to things like okay this is the grocery store okay this is how you know just every this is my surroundings to all right we're starting to get into a groove it's starting to kind of feel cozy and then to pivot back quickly to another move back home right when we got into a routine it was like oh hi time to go back it's not like you're going to mccallum for a weekend it's like you moved and then you're moving again so even the baby was like what the fuck is this walker thing? Like she, she was walking like Bambi on the walker, and you've seen how she takes she, off. The like walker used runs. to be her shit. They were like merged in as one. Mm-hmm. She would go reverse, pivot, all kind of stuff. And she gets back. She's like, I don't know how to do this anymore. And she like looked around at her surroundings. She's like, I kind of remember this place. Yeah. And then Luisa showed up, and Penny was like kind of out of it, uh, asleep in the morning. And it's like, 
it was kind of abrupt. You know, I was like, hey, baby, look. Oh, mira, quien es, mija? Quien es? Mira, mira, es Luisa. And she's just like, ah. She's just like hugging on to me. And poor Luisa was like, oh, her no. Like, she forgot who I am type of thing. But uh, she got over it, you know, brief, real quick. Uh, she remembered. But um, I feel special now. Give me that high five real quick. Yeah. yeah. So, like, I'm wearing shorts like a motherfucker. Like, first of all, L.A., I have to give y'all props. West Coast, I, I can't even front. Um, and d- don't worry, this is not an in and out. You know, oh. burger situation. I know Rob looking at me like, motherfucker, is this going where I think it's going? I'm waiting for it. But like the weather, it's like dry. It's not humid, but it's warm and there's a breeze. And then the scenery's nice. There's hills and mountains and um, traffic homeless sucks. Homeless people everywhere. But uh, yeah, I mean, we got our share, fair yeah, share of homeless. Some. But our homeless be humid. Like our homeless <laughs> be sticky. It's hot. Over there, they cool. Over there, their homeless don't even really bug you that much. Except but when they do... They tell you specifically, like, bro, I'm going to need at least $6. I don't need a dollar. Like, yeah. what, what the fuck I'm going to do with this dollar? It's inflation They, they are in L.A., though, so. Well, the I mean, minimum, wage in a, minimum wage out there is $15. Did you know what? that? I had no idea. Yes. Damn. Rob's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. The cost of yeah, living, though, is <laughs> insane. Rob's like, I need Cali prices, bro, <laughs> to produce this podcast. But shit, everything's twice as expensive. So really, I mean, does it? do they make that much more when they're spending, they you know, don't. so no, much I think, more? No, I think out there. I think it's equivalent to probably. I would say, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think out there 15 is still like starvation, not starvation prices, but, it's but not, like I don't think it's, it's hard to get ahead. Yeah, yeah you're going to be worried about where you live because yeah. parking, like even the food, like you go out to eat and it's like, oh, what do you want? You want lemonade? OK, cool. And then you get the bill. And it's like, damn. OK, well, shit. <laughs> that's the meal for the week. Everyone. You better finish that lemonade. <laughs> um, but anyway, man, uh, we didn't, I'll, I'll be honest with you. We've. We very rarely ate out. Yeah, yeah. Y'all look yeah. good. Y'all look like y'all stuck to everything y'all were uh, talking about. Honestly, bro. Um, no. At Agent Sean, who's going to put us through some plyometrics and, and some hit, some intensity, probably next week. Not okay, this week. Not this week. You got to bounce back. I need to week. ease into it. You know why? Because the only exercise we really got, I'm going to tell you this is what it was. Hey, babe, I'm going to take the luggage downstairs and put it in the vehicle. Oh, look. The apartment gym is right here. I'm just going to do a c- couple little sets of no, curls you or know, squats. Do you know like how when you go work out with someone, you alternate, right? For like sure, It's yeah. your turn, my mm-hmm. turn. So for us, it was, all right, I'm going to get on. You watch Penny. So he was watching Penny for while I set. did a set. <laughs> and, and then it was we were taking turns. And that like was that. really only like once or twice at the uh, condo <clears throat> uh, gym. Mainly it was just walking. It was just steps, you know, because where we were in the North Hollywood Arts District, it's this little like one mile radius where uh, supposedly there's a lot of like theaters and clubs and acting classes. And um, and it's in, I guess, technically the valley. It's not in L.A., L.A. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but anyway, everything was really convenient and like super developed and modern, mm-hmm. like in terms of a. Uh, Marisol's routine was she'd walk to Coffee Bean. Like, yeah, like on the sand. Like, Listen. Every day. Oh, wait a minute. I, heard, uh, I remember Rob, this. You went Rob. bad on our Starbucks. She said, fuck Starbucks. Meanwhile, she's drinking it right now. Listen, because there's not a Coffee Bean here. Rob, yeah. you are a coffee fanatic as much as I am. For sure. Let me tell you something. I never thought I'd cheat on my green queen, but I cheated on her with Coffee Bean. On a green mermaid queen. I cheated on the every day. Queen like she had a fling with coffee bean. With coffee bean. I had my cup that I would take every morning. They would fill it up with their nitro cold brew. Their nitro cold brew, bro. Another I was level. lit. So now I needed to be lit the entire day because I was taking care of two children yeah. and trying to still run a business. Yeah. So imagine that. 
And so I needed as much coffee as possible. Yeah. Like, I think I drank more coffee there than I've ever drank here. In my life. Yo, that's saying something, because y'all don't know how much coffee everyone here drinks. Exactly. Well, especially her. Because yeah. she'd she be ordering, like, the tall, the venti, venti. The venti cold brew. So cold brew is already highly concentrated. Yeah. So I had, I, they'd refill my water bottle, and then they'd, they'd fill up my cup. And so I have a water in my coffee Straight cup. Straight LA. So just, it was this. And uh, it was a great, it was a, listen. Um, it was a great experience. It was a great experience. Um, you know, it was something that I definitely felt we probably, uh, I never thought we would have done, but it was like pretty cool. And I'm glad that we did jump into it. Um, if, if I did, if I was a, a strictly stay at home mom where I didn't actually have a job, does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Um, I probably is probably would have been easy, but the fact that I work, uh, for Chingo, you know, and I help do a lot of the logistics and the production part of it on the tour. Mm-hmm. It made it extremely hard. So I wasn't issues would happen. I wasn't able to be there to, you know, um, solve Resolve. the problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So that was the only part that was hard. But on a good note, I was actually able to observe everything that was happening, which was crazy because I sat there and thought, damn, all these connections Chingo has made out here in just the short amount of time. I can't believe it. Like, yeah, tons of stage time, tons of opportunity. Tons. And, and I'm sure I like, don't think I don't think we saw you enough, babe, at night. Like you were <laughs> out. I asked him how many shows you did. He said almost one a day. at least. Damn near. Yeah. I had a couple mm-hmm. days off. That's but crazy. not only that, but for the first three weeks, um, I had uh, acting uh, class stuff. So rehearsals. Oh, yeah. For like three hours a day. How many weeks? Uh, two. I think the rehearsals weeks, were yeah. two weeks, but it was three hours a day, and I, you had to do like makeup classes. The second week, I kind of got senioritis, so uh, uh, I hope Leslie Kahn and, and the teachers over there are not listening. But um, <laughs> some of my peers were like, "We'll just say you were there, bro. Don't That's worry about it." Because, because why? Because they were like, "You know, you're not supposed to be traveling while you take this class." And we had a whole weekend in San Diego. Did you say you? Do you know who I am? Do you know I'm a nationally touring comedian? Uh. Top tier, top, top tier. rated five star athlete slash, uh, you know, national touring comedian. Yeah, <coughs> shout out McAllen this weekend. Yeah, McAllen, July sixth. First two show, shows, first shows almost sold out. Two shows with the after party, but um, but man, we're and each one of us, I feel like, had a different experience. So for one, like shout out to my ten year old who we kept super busy. She was. She was like, I was, I'm so proud of her, and I want to keep that momentum going. But she was the, the girl that was like, oh, uh, so I need to pack my dance clothes because after YMCA camp, you know, I got to run to dance. Or it's like, oh, is today my acting class? No, it's tomorrow, baby. Okay, I got to write my commercial, and then I got to memorize my monologue. And, and I'm like, okay, that alone made this trip worth it. You know what I'm saying? To see a kid kind of break out of her shell and you see her get a little bit more independent, you know, thankfully with Mighty Soul's help, you mm-hmm, know, mm-hmm. Help, helping us. Did she do dance all month? Huh? Yeah. She, she did dance all month? She was going to she dance. She was dance, YMCA, acting. and acting nice. all month. So yeah. she had something going on and every so, day. And, and so this was also one of the things that I, I talked to her about is like, this is, this is the, the summer that I want you to be more independent Meaning like you need to learn how to do your own hair. You're about to be 11. I shouldn't still be doing your hair, you know? Um, And so that we didn't get to master, but she did wear her hair down a lot. And it's probably because the weather was great. So she didn't really need to wear it up Mm -hmm. or really like fix it like you do here. It's like it's so humid and nasty here. It's either you wear a ponytail or you wear your hair down type of thing, you know, or, you know, you do something with it. But anyway, um, 
so that was a lot of it. And then even um, Penny had activities. Yeah, Penny she had swim, swim at the YMCA, and, and she had this little my gym. She would go to the gym, which is hilarious. Like the indoor playground or it's kind a gym of. class. Oh, it's you do like, the one you did with her. You, yeah, we, right. we yeah, both one did, of us. Yeah, yeah, we have to do it with the parents. So yeah. it's a if you don't have kids or if you're not familiar with this, it's interesting because um, you know you show up. It's a bunch of other babies. So that alone, she's just like, oh fuck, these are my people. This is my <laughs> tribe. We speak the same language. And uh, the parents have to take off their shoes, and you sit in a circle, and, and it's like a mini Disneyland because they do songs. It's like, and the fish, and the this, and mm-hmm. the puppet. It's and, a yay. toes, knees, something. So you, like, stretch the, the kids. And they're and stretching. That's how they they're stretch. Warming they're warming up. They're touching their mm. toes, the knees. And then they'll bring out swings. And now, okay, we're going to do, you know, some swings. And don't forget, okay, don't forget we have the trampoline set up over there. And there's, like, a little, go get with Shelly. She's doing the slide. And where they hold them down, a little thing. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. everything's childproof. Everything's, like, carpeted and foam and everything. And then they put the swings away. And they bring out another thing. But uh, that was a cool activity. And I wanted to keep it going. We were supposed to go this morning, but this style was just not, mm. I was not going nowhere. Yeah, I can't see it, but it, I mean, it's there. Yeah, it's yeah, there. So baby. I just didn't want to be touching kid germs mm-hmm. and then. Well, see, Marisol, in her defense, before y'all start thinking my, my baby got bad hygiene. <laughs> uh, in, she has her eyelash person in Houston. <laughs> right. She has not acquired an eyelash person in LA yet. Yeah. Plus, is that she, what we're attributing it to? Yeah, and she was like super busy soccer mom, mm-hmm. like taking me to acting class, you know. <laughs> you know. Penny's going to swimming, daddy's going to stand up. I can sh- I, it's like funny if I showed you the Oh. So maybe we can kind of I don't yeah. know if it, it's able you're able to see it. What you got? Are those your days? This is what June looked like in my... Ridiculous. Dog. Look at that. Point it to the camera. Yep. And, and everything's not filled in because I was it. using the other one. So I did um, three shows with Intocable, opening up for Intocable. Um, I had a show. I had a spot scheduled at the Belly Room at the Comedy Store, which I had to cancel because the Intocable gigs mm-hmm. popped up. We went to Disney. We did uh, like Here five shows in San Diego. Mm. Find, a, find an empty spot on this Holla. calendar. Dude, I, I should go. Get, I Late should, Monday, that's it. <laughs> I should grab my calendar, but it was like, you know, oh, Jerry Garcia has a show in Brea. Uh, you know, come through, fool. Do a set. Boom, I'm doing Brea. And then I have my show in Ontario. And then we're doing uh, Oxnard. Then we got Hollywood. And it was just, uh, it was just insane, man. And one thing Marisol noticed is like, I hate to say it, even though Texas is home, always will be, and it's the shit. You're about to piss off some people. No, but out there, you have acting classes. You have improv classes. Like, I actually felt like an artist. Like, I was doing artist stuff I felt every like he day. was an artist out there. It's yeah. almost like my confidence went up because I felt like, oh, I'm out here rubbing shoulders, rubbing <laughs> elbows. Like, I'm doing the same stuff. I'm at the Laugh Factory. Yeah. Um, you know, Hollywood improv and, you know, just I'm on Be Real Smokebox. Uh, I'm on Dean Del Rey's uh, podcast, mm-hmm. Let There Be Talk. Um just you know running into people and and not not to sound like a groupie like oh you just out there trying to run into people no that's what it, you it do. ain't that it's, it's your you world. know we're based here as you guys know we're based out of houston houston is headquarters um we've always been very independent minded and the beautiful thing about being in houston is that you don't have a lot of these opportunities yeah because it forces you to use the tools you have and to create content for sure so we kind of want to do a back and forth thing um, in the year 2020, <clears throat> not to show all of our moves and all of our cards, but we want to do a back and forth thing so that when I am in Houston, 
I'm hitting the Houston comedy scene. Like, I'm hitting all the stages. Mm-hmm. Like, last night I did two sets, two spots. They were rough. This shit will humble you. <laughs> I'm like, but do you know who I was just hanging out with <laughs> the other day and what shows I just did? Yeah. So, anyway, so when we're in Houston, the plan is create content, like independent stuff that you can do on your own, whether it's filming a, uh, your 45-minute set or, or putting that out, uh, doing writing a web series. I already, uh, Javi Luna and myself wrote an episode. Uh, it's not done, but we're working on some stuff, right, yep. that we're trying to give you all more. And, and here in Houston, you know, it's all about, like, getting that game plan, getting that vision, getting that plan. And then when we hit attack in the Cali, from the Cali angle, not only are we planting seeds and, and uh, growing the fan base out there because it's huge. Like if I'm in Long Beach one day, people from Burbank aren't coming to Long Beach. Right. If I'm in um, uh, the Inland Empire or if I'm, you know, doing Riverside or Anaheim, Orange County, or if I'm in Oxnard, you know, way up in the 805. San Diego. Ain't nobody. They're just yeah. like, bro, I stay in the valley. Or, hey, tell me when you're doing Hollywood. Yeah. That's closer to me. For sure. Or, you know, hey, are you doing the Ice House? Because that's by me. So it's just... Tons of people, tons of love. Uh, people coming to the shows, like, where's Marisol? I'm like, oh, you know, she couldn't come to this one. You know, we didn't bring a sitter. Or Marisol is here, but we got to hurry. I got to run back to the green room because, you know. Oh, oh yeah, y'all were tearing up the crazy. green room at some of the shows. Listen, like so a rock star. I would, um, <laughs> so we would stay in the green room with the girls, right? Then it was Pete's time to, to go on stage. I take notes and I, you know, I watch I watch his back while he's on there. So it's like, all right, Mickey, you got to watch her just for a couple of minutes. I'll be back and check on her, you know, check on you guys. So yeah. it's like run over there. I take a few notes um, and then I come back. Usually I would go check on on the girls on on areas where I know he kind of like is not working to change anything mm-hmm. on that piece. The strong pieces. Yeah. So I'll go check on them. They're good. Come back. Keep writing. Now it's his turn to get off. So he'll stay with them while I go sell merch before he goes and does VIP. So, so that, hap- that happened crazy. That happened at uh, Flappers yeah. in Burbank. Um, yeah. And we tore up that penny tore up that green room like a little <laughs> rock star. And then when we did the Intocable gigs. So the first night was Riverside and I was hired to do a 30 minute comedy stand up comedy warm up set before the band goes out 30 minutes. And I'm like, OK, first of all, should this be English or Spanish? Or Spanglish. I didn't even know how to read my own people. I just assumed y'all looked like y'all only speak Spanish. It's <laughs> 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 just like, bitch, we don't know what you're saying. Yeah. Say it in English. Now, so that was tricky, right? Some people were probably more English leaning, vice versa. <clears throat> Two, they're looking at me like, why the fuck is this roadie talking to us <laughs> while we're waiting on the fucking band? And then the way the guy introduced me the first night, he was like, ladies and gentlemen. Damas y caballeros. It was hilarious. Desde Houston, Texas. Like, these people have been on their feet in heels waiting for, like, over an hour to see their favorite band. There is no opening act but myself. And they're like, damas y caballeros. Desde Houston, Texas. They heard Texas, and they're just like, oh, shit, it's them. Intocable. They're from Texas. Yeah. And they're like, el comediante. And they're like, what? <laughs> and then I walk out cold, no music. Like, is this thing on? <laughs> so the next, long story short, the next day in Anaheim, I was already like, uh, I hope they fire me because you can't pay me to go through that again. Like I had to tap what? out. I had to tap out early. I was like, oh, we're at 25 minutes. Um, let me tell you, my wife gave birth in the house. And this is, hello, is, uh, are we done? Like looking for the sound guy. Like, can I, is that it? Like, yeah. 
So I went home, and the next day I'm like, all right, I hope they fire me. Uh, so anyway, I called some comedian friends of mine. They're like, no, bro, I've done this before. This is what you need to do. Take a whole bunch of T-shirts up there with you. As soon as you go out there, you know, shout out to the military. Shout out to this. Shout out to the and then th- who wants a shirt? Left side, who wants a shirt? So now you, he says you constantly got to have a shirt on, in your hands to reel them in. It was crazy. So I had to do more of a hype man set, and I couldn't be too married to the script. With the co-host. So Marisol, oh. Marisol had to come do like Sideshow Bob <laughs> because the plan, the plan was, all right, we're going to do like an air accordion contest, a grito contest, a big belly contest, like a drink chug a beer contest. Like we need to bring up couple, maybe some cumbia dancing. And the band, they have all their instruments and mics up there. And at the House of Blues, it's kind of a security issue to get people up on stage, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Long story short, they're like, nah, bro, we can't even get approval. It's just last minute. Nah, it's not a good idea figure something else out i'm like i was gonna do contests so we got them to say hey man we're just gonna do 20 minutes anyway sol had to be like my co-host where i'm like a ver vamos el, el, el grito el concurso del grito you know but you know aquí marisol is walking yes. around the front row because there's a barricade so she's having to be like okay you and then and i'm like where are you from like doing crowd work oh yeah what do you do for a living you know ben, ben no and i'm all like Chingo, I don't think they're ready for this. Do it one more time, Chingo. Let yeah. them hear it. I'm all like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, I wish I could have recorded you guys. Oh doing my god, that. it was. We were a pretty. Good we were like Sunny and Cher. Yeah, yeah, we really were. But uh, long story short, not to toot our own horns. Yeah, no. But, but mm. honestly, it was night and day. It went from like an F. It was Yoko night. Ono and uh, yeah, exactly. fuck yeah, John Lennon. <laughs> we got like an A minus on that second show. Third show. I was trying to uh, recreate the same magic from the second show. And, so what was the first show? What would you give yourself? The first one was an F. Oh. That's when oh. I tried to stick to my script. Mm-hmm. Like, this is how I begin. This is how I end. <laughs> the, the second night in Anaheim, it went great. Marisol helped me, and it, it was, everyone had a good time. They're screaming for shirts. They're happy. They're, they're cranked up, and they're ready and warmed up for the band. Yeah. Uh, third night was decent. It was almost as good as the second. They were just probably a little bit rowdier. Yeah. And it was a Saturday night. Oh. So yeah. obviously they were ready for it to, to turn up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but anyway, that was just one slice of... And when you, the crazy thing is I didn't get to... I didn't have the energy or the focus to document everything. That alone was a job. So ideally you'd, you'd have an extra person just like in right. charge of directing and shooting the vlog reality TV show style. It's tough. Um... But all we in all, we try to do a lot. Here, here's the thing: is um, uh, I think most of the time we try to do things on our own, which we're pretty good at, pretty executing things. Um, but before Rob and before uh, David, mm-hmm. we were a, a two man mm-hmm. run, you mm-hmm. know. So I think sometimes we forget. A startup. Yes, I think sometimes we forget that. Um, Hey, I'm not sure if you figured it out yet, but you, you know, you need a little bit more other people to, to help. Like right. it, you, you can't do it on your own. Well, especially with all the stuff that uh, we're planning on uh, executing. Right. But Callie was great, man. Um, well, you started the conversation with mm-hmm. you showed up there, uh, you know, bright eyed. Oh, yeah. And you, uh, it's, OK, yes. I'm about to tell you how I got beat down. Yeah. So the first night of acting class, it was a Monday night. You show up at 6 p.m. We didn't get out till midnight. And I'm walking out of this class, like, calling Sol, like, uh, fuck, He's man. He's like, would you be mad if I, like, decide quit this quit? fucking class? I'm like, wait, let's talk about this. What's going on? I'm like, why are you I was just like annoyed. This? They're like, why the fuck are we getting out at midnight? 
I was just thinking to myself, I don't want to be an actor that bad. I'm a nationally touring <laughs> five-star stand-up. athlete. Yeah, stand-up, five-star athlete. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah right. But anyway, um, and, and here's the thing, too. Here's what really overwhelmed me is they're like, all right, pull out your schedules, pull out your planners. We have to plan rehearsals for the week. So who's available for a morning Tuesday? For, let's say uh, blah, 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 8, 8 a.m. to whatever, 9, 10, 11. Uh, or they'd be like, okay, well, I'm going to do a FaceTime. I have to work. Some of the classmates are like, I have to work at this time. So can anyone do a FaceTime rehearsal at 7 a.m. from 7 to 10? And I'm like, God damn it. Ah. And then they're like, what's up with uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday? And I'm like, I have to leave to San Diego. So I was just already mad at myself, <clears> right? <throat> Long story short, we pulled it off. I learned a lot. I've been trying to apply everything I learned in the class to stand-up. It's already helped me with writing. Um, I love the fucking class. I wouldn't shut up about it. Like, telling all my comedian friends, this is what you got to do, dog. You sign up for this shit. But, uh, but, yeah, it's stuff like that where you slowly start to be like, Jesus Christ, I've been waking up super early every, every day. day, busy, nonstop, like not seeing my, my wife, not seeing the kids that much because it's like, hello, bye. Okay, you're going to YMCA. I got to go. They invited me to the comedy store to hang out or something, or I got to drive cross town for a podcast. Or whatever it may be. Or an interview, radio interview. Radio interviews galore. Not complaining. So we're not complaining about the abundance of <laughs> opportunities. opportunities. Of course. <laughs> but it was just hard. I think that maybe if I would have had a babysitter, it might have been easier because I was trying to keep everybody busy at the same time, trying to make sure the tour still runs smoothly. And it was just kind of difficult, especially since I had Mickey in so many activities, you know. Um, but it was a, and then yeah. he, he still had to. We were in one car, so we had to figure oh, out a, yeah. a really good schedule also for that because it was like, what time do you need the car? From mm-hmm. what time to what I'll time? I'll Uber to the Hollywood Improv. I'll Uber to my show. Yeah, so it was like figuring out certain things because if Mickey was getting out too late from one class, he wouldn't make it to a show. Whatever it was, it was it was also a time of uh, we learned a lot during this this mm-hmm. month, which was great. I think everybody did. I yeah, think it was we like growth, all growth, experience. everyone, you know. And then. I would have the habit of getting in my head when I have, like, a show coming up. Now, I just feel like I did it so much to where I didn't have time to worry or get in my head about a show later this evening. It was just part of my to-do list. It's like, oh, shit, okay, I need to switch gears now. I'm going to go ahead and, uh, you know, shower, change. Yeah, when, when Chico would call, every, like, periodically throughout the month about, you know, we had something going on, you could just sense, and I said, just to, both, to both of y'all, when I was talking to y'all, the excitement and, like, how much momentum you felt like you were having and all Now the you energy. just hear tiredness. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, bro, did you wash your face this morning? Crash, so, man. Jet yeah. lag. Well, go ahead. I'm, I'm listening. No, but, well, just that so listeners know, like, you, just being in that environment, going back to what you're saying, like, H-Town's great, it's home, it's mm-hmm. headquarters, but being on the West Coast is a whole other energy. Yeah, so for sure, we're going to be in Houston for, like, Chingo de Mayo. We're yeah. going to be in Houston for uh, holidays, and it felt great to be home it, get, it felt great to like i just didn't i was just tired of being like in the air out of a suitcase in between places mm-hmm. and i just wanted to like okay is this where i'm gonna be mm-hmm. for a while like can i settle in what happened was is that um so i only had the airbnb until mm-hmm. the original day that we were supposed to come home but because he got another gig added to the end of the tour where an opportunity came about at a casino right we had to change flights and hotel uh, airbnb because one more day wasn't available. Isn't that crazy? They already had it booked for the next person. So we ended up having to move to a hotel Mm -hmm. that Friday, and then we stayed there Friday, Saturday, flew out Sunday. So that made it hard because that meant we had to pack a month's worth of stuff. Twice. Yeah. Oh, man. And we had to ship stuff, by the way, to FedEx, from FedEx. Bro, 
Okay. This part was one of the most overwhelming parts was like two adults traveling with, in essence, two babies Mm -hmm. and not a lot of stuff when you think of it's four people, one of them being a baby that, that needs her like stroller and big items. But even though we took like the bare minimum, like I was recycling outfits, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? We're doing laundry all the time. I think this was the the month that Chingo wore I just the took same like my sh- top shoes. <laughs> like these are my favorite sneakers that kind of yeah. go with everything. This is like my casual gym. Uh, I felt so bad Parandar, your play shoes, los tenis. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, uh, you know, they were like my fancier stuff, whatever. But when you're fucking loading up, a, 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 we had a Nissan Pathfinder, which is a pretty big mm-hmm. truck. But it was to the gills, to where it's like, where's Mickey going to sit? Because we have Penny's Bob stroller, like the jogger, that she prefers that to face. It faces out, and then you can, like, really go on sidewalks with it better. And that's what I would walk every morning with. Yeah. Otherwise, she doesn't get in it. Otherwise, like, it's a little whip. stroller. She hates getting in it. She, she hates, hates being in, in the it. in the duna, the one that uh-huh. goes into a where, car seat. It's like a baby stroller. Yeah. She faces the parent. So but, she hates it. So my point is, it was a ton of shit. How it was, was it flying with that? Jesus, like we had to mail stuff. We had to like go to FedEx, and it's like I don't know how we have. So more we stuff. mailed, we mailed home like the laundry and uh, sneakers. Well, we we sent back one of Penny's mini. It was one of the little ones, the suitcases. That's where I put all her toys and like Pampers mm-hmm. and wipes and stuff like that. So that one got is going to get shipped to Houston, and then the merch suitcase had to be shipped my, to Houston. My thought process was this: okay, this little bit of clothes that I brought, like this is all nice stuff. Like it's like. Um, mostly like black joggers, like you know what I mean, my little Lulu. Uh, but anyway, I was <laughs> like a thug, Lulu head to toe, baby, ready to do some yoga on your bitch ass. <laughs> um, my one of my ideas was, hey, what if I like throw some of this stuff that I'm gonna need in LA eventually? What if I put it in a box and say like, hey Jerry, can you keep it in your garage or something, or like find a way to store it? So that it's like, I'm going to be back in six months anyway. This could be my L.A. clothes, which means that's less shit I got to bring. And I'm hauling back and forth. So, in essence, I would try to keep stuff to an even more bare minimum. Like, I, even though we took what we thought was the minimum. Mm-hmm. Still, like, we were having to tip everybody because it's like, yes, we need a bellboy. Yes, we need somebody to help us haul the stuff. Uh, yes, I need help from the, the rent-a-car shuttle it's like a lot of the, they were heavy as fuck too, like everything's full hasta el tronco. Like it wasn't like oh this oh this was fairly it's, light. It's the thing is this like seriously for a month we did amazing. He had one suitcase, Mickey had one suitcase, I had one suitcase, Penny had two suitcases. But <laughs> the fucking <laughs> the little the rock star. Yeah, diva. she had two suitcases, but the uh, like I said, the other one was like things that I needed for her to be entertained, right. and that's where I kept formula diapers. Mm-hmm. You know, you had to keep have a one of those. A few little toys. A few but, toys yeah. or whatever. And so, so um, I was already like, babe, schedule my vasectomy when we get home. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't it also make you want to just live with less stuff? Yes. Well, yeah, and yes. that's the thing. We listen. Sure. What we took is. What, what you need, need. Yeah. that was it i mean that- there were there were a few things that were inconvenient like oh this airbnb doesn't have a blender and we need to make like some baby food so we had to go buy the so baby I, and bullet. Then I, I bought a baby bullet, which you're yeah. gonna need, yeah. I'll need, need. It. That's a kitchen i mean bowl. we right now we use uh his 
bullet or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I told him, I said, "Ah, eh, we can use the, we can always use that blender. It'll be yeah. needed forever." So for I said, sure. "Let's." It's I'll just a blender, right? Yeah, it's, it's just a blender. You make a salsa baby's... in there, whatever. Yeah, I make a. Ba- <laughs> it's what's for babies. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? That's how you it make that just... shit. <laughs> like the time she got into the fridge, I need to write that down. We use the same blender for everybody. She just <laughs> like don't wash it too good after you make salsa because she likes a little bit of kick. Yeah, for real. Yes. But no, but to your point, man. When we arrived, first of all, that building was nice. As oh fuck. yeah, well, Florial on the building was nice. Oh okay. I was like, bro, this is this super... boy's talking about. Can we lease our house and, and live in a uh, fucking <laughs> building? I said, wait. It no. was so low maintenance. Like nobody yeah. was like, hey man, I just cut your grass, pay me. Or hey man, what's up with these vines that are growing, regrowing? What's up with these weeds? Hey man, your flowers need watering. Yeah. Okay, but seriously, th- that's <laughs> sa- okay. Okay, take check this out. The same night that we landed. He had to go with Andrew Schultz. Oh yeah. Oh, we landed here. Here, here. Yeah, I slept on that. I totally forgot. Yeah. So he he had that that up. You know that. He, Shout out to Andrew Schultz. Mm-hmm. Check yeah. out the brilliant idiots for mm-hmm. real. Um, and so it was weird because views I, from the sis. I put Penny to sleep. Mickey was asleep, and I literally looked at our backyard and it, like it, it's like a little movie set. It's like so mm-hmm. perfect, you know. And I thought. Oh, I don't know that I want to leave this. Like it, buildings, you don't even get this in a building. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I guess I lived in apartments like for so long. You know what I'm saying? Before yeah. um, I bought my first little rental house. You know, and it's all, honestly, it's not fun when you buy your first little house because you're kind of in it by yourself, and so it's kind of you know. Yeah. And so then it becomes a rental for someone else. Let's not let someone else enjoy it. But now it's like, oh, my little family lives in it. We, I look in the backyard and I think of the little memories. You know what I'm saying? So it's like... Yeah, I mean, you know, the main thing about a house is space, right? For sure. So, for instance, in, the, uh, in that condo we were in, uh, is that what you would call it? Like an apartment? Yeah, I it, think so. It's, it's a like condo. a little... It wasn't... Because we looked at some. Some, you could tell, are like, oh, this, is, this is a condo. Yeah. Some, it's like, oh, no, these are apartments. Mm-hmm. Like a townhouse <laughs> kind of thing? It, it no? was just like a really nice uh, building. It was like, you know, nice. But anyway, sure. a lot of amenities. You know, their lobby was nice. They had a, a rec room, a game room, a Makes rooftop. you look at the other side of, like, being into real estate where you're like, wait a minute. I don't have to fuck with all this, you know, if I don't yeah. have a yard and this and that and the maintenance and the overhead. But the biggest difference is when we get home, Penny was like, when she got familiar with her walker, she was like, oh, there's a little bit more space on this wood floor. It was floor. like, yeah. it was her, like, seriously. Area to play. Anything, she, you can tell she missed over her there, area. Over there, it's like sharp corners, sharp. It, they didn't take a baby into consideration. So I literally had to go pl- plug up. I brought plugs, like um, the little like, things. For I, had to sl- I had to yeah. slap the Windex out of her hand one time. You know mm. what I'm saying? Because <laughs> they'd be getting up under the seat. Yeah, yeah. and so oh, then. Yeah. Uh, sharp corners everywhere. And then, you know, she hit herself so much when we were out there. She's never like hit herself the, like, on that much on here on coffee like, table. It was just, you know, it's not, it's modern. It's nicely it? decorated and everything. It's like got the, you know, vases and stuff. Uh-huh. Um, prior to Penny, my house was very cute like that. Um, there's some Buku stuff. Buku vases. Like we had some, it was nice. So, oh, my now, baby was into uh, so, antiques. So, Buku vases. If anybody is into antiques, uh, Marisosto has a storage full. We need no, to go I to don't. Antiques I got rid of show. all of them. Yeah, she just gave away. Uh, I got rid of all of them. Like, stuff that I searched for and actually found a yeah. vendor. Because it was like, it's me or the antiques. Oh, my God. It Take it to like, Antiques Roadshow. She's like, you taking shit. the D with you? I said, the D coming with me. <laughs> She's like, buy antiques. <laughs> 
I got rid of a bunch of them, so I don't have anything anymore. But even just the simple decorations that I had, like these little lanterns by the um, by the uh, chimney, yeah. right? And it's just to give it a look. Sure. It those had to be taken out too because people kept pointing out Muddy Soul's accent in L.A. Oh really? God, yeah, because she'd be yes. like, uh, which way is Wilshire? <laughs> and they're like, Wilshire at Wilshire. It's like, do I turn left on Lancashire? I said, we're on La- <laughs> uh, like, uh, Lancashire? So I went to... Lancashire, that's uh, what I said. We went, uh, I went with him to one of his little group meetings, right? And, um, and it was funny because uh, his actor friends were like, oh my God, we love your accent. Right away. This is your wife. Nice to meet you. We've heard so much about you. She's like, hey, I just turned down Lancashire. <laughs> They're like, oh my God, we love your accent. That's the first, they couldn't get over my accent. I was like, I do not hear it. But I guess everyone yeah. in LA, Jerry always gives me a hard time about it. He's always like, you have such a thick Texas He's like, accent. damn dog. <laughs> damn damn fool. fool. Yeah. Damn he's fool. always telling me that I have it. But, but no, his yeah, yeah. friends, accent, he's like, yeah, yeah, you have a very yeah, thick, thick Texas accent. accent. Yeah. <laughs> his accent's said, hilarious. Um, yeah, because yeah, I said, um, I think I was saying, um, yeah, you know, we're right there off of Lancashire. And then, <laughs> and then, and then uh, she they looks at Lancashire. me. And then she okay, looks at me, okay. she goes, oh my God. I just I love, love your, your accent. accent. I was like, well, I don't know how you say that. Looks like Lancashire to me. Well, what, don't they say Houston different than on the East Coast? New York, New yeah, York, they, Houston. Well, Houston. There's a street. Get they the don't. They don't say. They don't call the city uh, Houston. They have a street out there, which is spelled Houston. Houston. But yeah, these right. motherfuckers call it Houston. Right, right. That's what. Yeah. That's what it is. But yeah, fuck out of here with all Come that. Come on. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Disrespect my shit. But it's funny though. But I, everyone out there heard it. Even um, even at the coffee shop at Coffee Bean, when I'd go every your morning. Your new friends, your best friends. Yeah, my new friends. The girl would be like, she first thing she said is like, "Oh, where are you visit? Where are you guys visiting from?" I was like, "How do you, how know, do you know we're, we're not visiting? from visiting?" Yeah, because you just said Lancashire. She, she said, "Oh, I can hear your accent," and I was like, "My Spanish accent?" Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah. It's like no. It's totally. Where are you from? I said, oh, I'm from Houston. Oh yeah, we can hear it. I was like, you could have said anything. Wisconsin, Montana. Right? Like yeah, totally. Yeah. It's like I hear your accent. I just think barbecue. Yeah. You know, I, just, <laughs> I, I just smell horses all of a sudden. Smell shit. There's hay. Yeah. Cow shit. Yeah. Which uh, it's on subject, off subject. Uh, Andrew Schultz was very impressed with Houston. He's uh, like, man, I because he got so much love, uh-huh. sold out two shows on, on a, a Sunday. Sunday. Yeah. Last minute, two shows on a Sunday. Whereas. Well, he was here previously, like a year ago, it was like a 200-seater, half full. What was he talking about? With the Secret room? group. Oh, that's Secret what I thought, group. Yeah. But anyway, uh, the point is, he was just like, yo, people be sleeping on Texas. And he's like, man, there's a lot of fucking love out here. I was like, we're about to be third Texas largest. Texas is the best of the nifty, nifty United, United States from 13 American colonies. Oh, I, it wasn't until that part that I remember you yeah. talking about. But yeah, everyone always says that. Austin, hey, Houston. Texas. Oh, here we go. Remix. Where's Penny? <laughs> Penny to start dancing. Uh, I am very. It was funny, and then you know, I'm the his friend, um, the girls that he was the practicing. schoolmate. The school, yeah, schoolmate. she um, she sees my Texas necklace, and she's like, "Oh, you're very proud to be from." I said, "Very proud." Very well. Here's a so let me put this to you. When so per, I'm glad you. I had a shout out to my Astros hat. But yeah. go on. Yeah, you're wearing the same one as me. But not, not weird. Whatever. Um, when somebody asks you when you're traveling, you're out of town, whether you're out of the state or out of the country, and someone asks you where are you from, what do you say? When Texas? when we're out of yeah. Well, we Houston, no. Texas. If you're in Italy, you'd be like America. Would you? Yeah. U.S. 
You ask that to most people, and if they're from Texas, they will say Texas. And you start thinking that no other state has that type of uh, affection and affinity for their state like Texans. Well, do. I think it has a, a – I don't know – somebody could correct me on this, but do other states have – the way we had Texas history. Right. Totally. And I don't know if other states have that. And um, you'd actually have to say in the morning, honor the Texas flag. Right. Yeah, these we, motherfuckers. We've boy. honored the yeah. Texas flag in the morning. And we used to be, uh, what, what is it? We were like our own. We were on our own for a while. Our own republic. And then, yeah, our yeah. Own republic, which means kind of like our own little country. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's bitch. why everyone's like, we're going to secede, you know, be back to one republic. Yeah. You know what? That's probably not that bad of an idea. I'm, not, I'm okay <laughs> with that. That's actually not a bad Do idea. Do you know that Texas yeah. was one of the states that didn't fall into the bankruptcy during that whole yeah, time yeah, yeah. so people were depending on jay our, prince for president <laughs> you know like, i'm just saying um, you know what that's, that's gonna be my last tattoo what is a texas i've been oh, wanting yeah? to go and i have yeah just we should, we should fuck it let's go get some and uh, we, we have a sitter right yeah. before y'all leave tattoos in the daytime like parents <laughs> yeah uh <laughs> <Reynolds>. <laughs> tattoos a nighttime right. thing if you ask me uh what the fuck was i gonna say man Unless about that texas being oh, its yeah. own thing that's probably not a bad idea because that might be a way to keep the good stuff that we have in terms of uh, being American, but avoid some of the bullshit that comes with being American. Yeah. So it's like you'd have a different president, yeah. number one, off top. And you'd already have the experience of being a part of America to where it's like we like freedom of speech. Let's kind of keep that going. Like let's kind of just what do we want to change from the Constitution, so on and so forth. Well, it's funny. It was, uh, it was either Rogan and Joey Diaz or Rogan and Abby Martin. They were ripping into Beto for not really, Beto not really being his, his name. His name's like Robert something. But his dad said, we, we changed his name so that he would get the Spanish vote. No, it's, Ro- it's Beto because kids in school would call him. Well, that's one narrative, right? That's, yeah. yeah. Apparently, his dad legit like either was caught like saying the truth or like whatever. However, it was. It was but spun. he got it. He got it from kids in El Paso calling, you know, because Roberts go by Beto. That's yeah. what his dad said. But yeah. yeah. But yeah. Oh, it's not dad. what it's. Uh, yeah. Okay. His dad says like, no. What, like, what do they call you at home? Do they call you Rob? They or say Be- Rob, yeah. Oh, they don't call you Beto no. or anything. Robe. Yeah, so. Robe. Robe for sure. Yeah. The real Mexicans say Robe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Robestown. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, man. Okay. Well, you know what? I've been staying out of uh, the loop politics, of politics stuff, but, but sometimes it'll be up on TV, like especially at airports and shit like that. And um, <laughs> you, did you see Joe Biden's face when uh, Harris called him out on some like you voted this way back in the day mm-hmm. under under such and such in the Senate because he, he was up under this like old school Southern guy and it had to do with segregation mm-hmm. and Biden's face was just like, he mm-hmm. went into like this train, like, okay, look apologetic. Think apologetic thoughts. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> while, while Harris is like, Mr. Biden, do you recall? Why did you vote this way? And then Trump tweeted something racist about Kamala Harris or Kamal, how are you pronounce man, her I name? I'm not sure. Man, I, I don't know. All these motherfuckers to me be foolish. I stay out of it. I, I like, I voted this past election, but it was just like. So much of this stuff is comical. Like I was reading the USA Today, 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 USA, today, 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 today. And uh, it was saying that um, people are critiquing Trump for having his daughter and his son-in-law with him at these like big international meetings where it, those two folks are taking the place of like some national security council people mm. that could possibly be advising him, you know what I'm saying, in a certain way. And, um, and supposedly he'd say stuff like, uh, has anyone ever heard of Ivanka? Well, she's here. And he'd be like, uh, she's going to steal the show. 
say stuff like that. Dude, he says weird stuff about his kids. Yeah, especially his daughter. His daughter is like about big tits. Why does and... he rub his daughter weird? That's yeah, he like know. holds her weird yeah. and stuff. But um, he's <laughs> don't y'all talk about my president <laughs> like that, uh, dear feds, yeah. dear hey, CIA. Man, uh, um, if you're listening right now, we, we support you. I even heard that the Samsung TVs came with like. A vi- like a virus, like a little thing in the software where, long story short, supposedly, I forget the name of the, uh, the, the CIA operative thing that they were doing where Operation uh, Weeping, Weeping Angels, something oh, like that. Yeah, I know. Uh, where it was yeah. like, where basically yes. the TVs were able to listen in. At all times. And, and there's some crazy shit I also saw in the paper about, um, you know, that facial recognition technology mm-hmm. that all Facebook, Google, everybody and their mom. Yeah. I don't know who owns it, who's licensing it to these apps, but supposedly Detroit already allowed uh, the police to use like facial recognition that now links up with their body cams, and they don't work as well with people with dark skin color mm. due to like the light and how it the software is designed, mm-hmm. which can lead to further mistakes of misidentity of like oh you look like a suspect my body cam told me that you fit the description it's like yeah but the software isn't all that so there's a lot of danger with these uh facial recognition because there's cameras everywhere all they got to do is load them up with a thing and now they can literally tell you like everywhere you were everywhere you've been damn that's fucking crazy uh, well that's why apple's better because apple actually works against having that happen like recording when you don't know about it having people tap your tap your shit so that's, really? Yeah, that's why like they're. What do you maps, mean tap your shit? How do they do that? Just like having like your phone listen, suppose you know, supposedly listen when you're talking. Like if you're talking right now about something, mm-hmm. Apple's actively trying to make it to where your phone's not like spying on you, basically. I'm, whereas Androids are the opposite. And here, here's another thing: um, is you know, you know the th- I think they said it on the View as well, but I saw I read it in the paper. But basically, um, here's another thing: you you ever be having a conversation about a product or a service or a thing, and then all of a sudden it's on your fucking Instagram feed. Like, how did y'all know? Um, It was a specific example about something that I read, but a representative of Facebook was like, we're not really uh, listening in, although I kind of know what you mean as to now ads are popping up Mm -hmm. everywhere. So it's more of they're able to kind of predict. They're more like stalking you. Yeah, They're stalking you and able to predict. Uh, supposedly, dude, that must be what it is. Because I was telling Don, this happened twice last week. I didn't, I didn't look this thing up. You I didn't, didn't talk it, about yeah. it. I didn't speak it into existence. I only thought about it, and I started getting the ads for said thing. I freaked the fuck out. I was like, "This okay, is okay." So I'm not going to tell you what my. Uh, I'm not going to say it over the. Sure. Uh, You're just going to think it. Yeah. I'm going to tell you that I came up with an idea. Uh huh. A toy sure. for a child, oh, yeah, for yeah, a baby. Yeah, yeah. She was, yeah. She, Let's so I'll it. tell you about it after. She has there. a prototype. Awesome. I have a prototype. Awesome. So I came up my with an idea. My baby has a lot of ideas. I know. They involve. Did you see? My, did you hear? Did he tell you about my app? Right. Oh, isn't that no. a great idea? Wait, don't, don't say no, it no, yet. Yeah, but say, no, 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 no. Isn't that yeah, a great yeah. idea? Because it might exist. So we don't know. We don't know. So we're doing the research first, and if it doesn't exist, I think we have something. That's hilarious. That's awesome. So anyway, I brought. I got this idea about this kid toy, right? He More like a I, baby toy. A baby toy. Mm-hmm. He and I were talking about it, and then I go. A similar thing. A similar to, on to my Because hers would be like an improvement upon a thing. Yeah. And that was like, mine what? would be more travel friendly, more like in your diaper bag Just type more thing. thought out in detail. Yeah. 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 Just different. Straight up would be on Shark Tank kind of thing. Yeah. Totally. And then I was like. Actually, yeah. That's some Shark Tank shit, boo-boo. We're going on Shark Tank. Yeah, we should. Yeah. I, what am I going to wear to Shark Tank? 
when I go. Latino is fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Barbara's going to be yeah. like, what's Latino AF? Yeah, like yeah. the lady on the airplane. Yeah, and like, then I whispered in the Yeah, exactly. She's like, oh! Latino as fuck? Like in my day in the 50s yeah. where that's what you did when we were freaks? What? That's funny. How they taught us this in acting class. Like, it, depending on what word you emphasize, Latino as fuck. Latino as fuck. <laughs> right. It changes it. It does. Especially when you're old and you can't hear. So this is the exercise they did in class. It was like, I didn't say, I'm paraphrasing because it's in my notes, but it's like, the phrase was, I didn't say that your idea was stupid. And then it'd be like, emphasize each word every time. And it was like, I didn't say that your idea was stupid. I didn't say that your idea was stupid. I didn't say that your idea was stupid. I didn't what say did he say? that. You see how it changes everywhere? Yeah. yeah. Anyway. But anyway, that is freaky because, like I said, we were just talking about it. I, I, it was only him who had communicated this idea yeah. to. Yeah, but your phone be listening. And then I go to my phone and I'm on Instagram and I said, "There's my idea. They heard it and they made it. My idea. It's a different version of it. Not but as good. Was, not as good. It's not, not as, as good. good. Not as good. I like how Chingo was telling that story. It fell flat. And he was just like, ah, oh, never mind. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Too much coffee. Someone too much, else. Too something. much THC. <laughs> oh, my THC tolerance. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Like I started thinking, like, man, these little cartridges this must be cbd because i don't feel shit oh shit one month and already he's like, <laughs> you know what i'm saying because oh. bro bro the coffee's not good enough the rob, weed ain't good enough rob do you understand how much weed i had to give away so there's a maintenance guy at the, like Joey Diaz. so we were at the airbnb but the last day or two we had to switch to a hotel near lax at the hotel near lax it was time to pack up and get ready for the airport I had, for one, I had, um, and this is all legal in California, so don't fucking come dear feds. But my buddy Be Real, he's my buddy now because I was on his show, Smokebox, dropping soon. He gave me, um, he has his own dispensary, he has his own strand uh, or strain. Yeah, he opened up a Sacramento location the other day. Yeah, he's opened up several, but he gave me like an ounce. I didn't even know an ounce was this much. I'm Mm -hmm. like, damn, this an ounce? It's like a baby pillow. It was just like a whole bunch of some shit he has called Insane OG. And then there's dispensaries everywhere. So from time to time, I'd be like, okay, I want me an indica pre-roll. I might want a couple um, CBD gummies, you know, a cartridge, like just little things. Long story short, man, I couldn't, like every interview, like, oh, here you go, my brother. You know, a little jar or something, a little baggie or something. And before you know it, I have a bag full of shit. I got a plastic bag full of stuff. And uh, I'm like, I'm walking around the lobby of the hotel like, okay, who looks like they smoke weed? That's but I didn't want to have like a borderline racist mm-hmm. like, hey man, you have dreads. Dude, you know that's a saying? good show. Just having like, hey, shit here's that a looks, bag of yeah, weed. If it looks like well, you can do it in states, obviously where it's not legal and just like looks a like camera. weed. Yeah, and have like do it to an old lady. Yeah, or shoot, and see what they say, uh-huh. or like you know, or maybe even plant some actors where like a dude's like, yo, motherfucker, I look like I smoke weed to you, motherfucker. Yeah. But anyway, uh, there was a maintenance. I, I walked around for a while. I was like, oh, I don't know, who, who do I give it to? And then. I didn't want to get snitched on. Like, if they're just like, whoa, hey, man. Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah. You know, I'm an undercover cop, bro. Beat it, nerd. <laughs> yeah. So there was a maintenance dude in the hallway, and I was like, uh, hey, man, uh, you know, I went to the dispensary, but I'm not going to finish, you know, some stuff. And he's like, yeah, I'll take it. And then uh, they, he went back into the hotel room where they were, like, working, fixing the AC or something. And he just hit like, oh, sh- woo, hey, goddamn. <laughs> he just started hitting, woo. That's funny. For but, real. Uh, um, like, damn, this dude's giving away this much weed. Like, Jesus. Holla. And if you open the drawer, it was in 
insane. Like, the is stuff, there a skunk in daddy's room? He would literally room? open his sock drawer <laughs> and <funny>. it was <laughs> the entire room just went. <laughs> like Pepe Le Pew in that bitch. Was that your favorite show that you did? Pepe Le Pew? No, man. <laughs> that, that should be my strain, right? Chingle Le Pew. Chingle Le Pew. Man. OG. No, it's got to be like Chingo. OG Chingo Le Pew. That should have been my name out there. I don't know. Some kind of Speedy Gonzalez is what I think. Yeah, arriba, arriba, yepa, yepa. There you go. What was, was, what what was, your fa- what was the favorite thing that you did? What was your favorite, like, uh, you know, because you did a bunch of interview. You were on Big Boy Show, you know, Be Real, obviously, uh, mm-hmm. Dean, like, stuff like that. What was your favorite kind of, I know they were all great, but if you had to say, what was the most enjoyable? Well, the Be Real one was intense because I couldn't tell if I was in there for eight minutes or like an hour. He called me right after that one, which was hilarious. And I was, I was like, like walking. Yeah, yeah. You were walking and you were so you were just like I need going. to walk it off, man. You're walking it off. And also you're like, hey, when I answer the phone, he goes, uh, hey, man, hey, man, uh, do you, you have alone? like a minute? Do you have two minutes? Maybe five minutes? Not too much of your time, but maybe like five, ten minutes tops. And I was like, yeah, totally. <laughs> Dude, go. Yeah, just talk. And What's up? 25 minutes later, it was just like, yeah, man, it's fucking great. But anyway. Yeah. Uh basically they roll up the windows and you're in a car and they're asking you questions and it's a lot of weed happening. How much time total are you in there? I think uh my buddy Ezone who works for B Real, I think he said it was about twenty four minutes or something. Damn, which I was proud of myself. They're like, time. dude, you hung in there. They were like, I could kinda tell. He's like, When you started doing this little like like twitching thing he's like i could tell your anxiety was starting to like kick in or something but uh i was so worried for him because he's not i mean yes he smokes but he doesn't smoke like that yeah but I, so it's like i hands, do but i still get anxiety sweaty, yeah. and i was like oh my god what is what's gonna happen he doesn't smoke that is much is he gonna say something is dumb? he gonna say like is he gonna get nervous is he gonna start doing yoga in the car you know because like Down dog that's in his, the car. yeah because that's usually what he does is he, he gonna turn to into a therapy session <laughs> it's Damn. hilarious i was like so did you do yoga did He's you like, tap no, 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 out i didn't i didn't no but the crazy thing is like when it was like all right man thanks for being on you know this has been another episode of and i'm just like <gasps> hurry up and finish because i need oxygen like it's just thick smoke only nice. and it got to the point where like I, I hit it a few times just to get it going, and I'm like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have done that. Like I, I was just a little over, uh, mm-hmm. what's the word, over ambitious with yeah. getting it going. And then it's like, okay, I better chill from it for a little while. And then it turned off, and he's like, hey man, you kind of got to keep them going, type of thing. Sick. And I'm like, uh, can I borrow your lighter, Doctor Green Thumb? You know, <laughs> Mister Be Real. And I get it going again. And then after a while, I was like, okay, you know what? You have nothing to prove, man. Like stop stop smoking mm-hmm. like just there's enough smoke in the air <laughs> and then and then when we were like done i'm already like exiting the i'm already opening doors they're like whoa whoa whoa, whoa. we still got to get a couple more pickup shots and i'm like why didn't y'all do this prior yeah <laughs> so they had to get like a, a side shot on a dolly where they're like all right everyone take a hit we're just gonna get that little like promo shot and i'm like hit and b reels was done he's like dude i can't there's it's gone mine's gone you're yeah. like here you go yeah, and uh, and then they had me doing some drops and like some photo op and like hold up the insane OG. We can need a couple pictures. I was just like, bro, I need to get out of here. When he called, me I still said, had rehearsals. So? I was like, I have rehearsals after this. I said, so he goes, I made it. <laughs> Is that what I said? I, I made it. it. It was like a roller coaster ride, yeah. man. He's it's like, like I, I rode the it. ride. I said, you made it, huh? I said, so you're okay? He's like, yeah, I'm all right. I was like, okay. Yeah. We just kind of talked about it, but it was funny. Yeah, a lot of good experiences in, in yeah, out there. Cool. We did a lot of cool stuff. Um, it's a whole different vibe out yeah. there for sure. You know, I think um, most of the people that are out there are out there for a purpose. For sure. You know, I think because it's a, mm-hmm. a, a place where a lot of this 
you know, yeah, you acting hustle and, out there. you know, performing and all that lends itself. So I think a lot of the people that are out there, out there really trying yeah, to make whatever hustling. dream that they have a reality, you know? So, um, yeah, it's pretty interesting because we even saw the way the kid acting works, you know, yeah. like because we got to see that through Mickey's classes yeah. that she takes and the orientation they give parents about, you know, like if your child is really serious about this, here's the way you need to go about it. Like, you know, there's the, the business of, side there's on the top business of the craft. Side. Yeah, right, exactly. Right. So it was pretty interesting, you know, um, shout out to Gary Spatz Playground. Um, if any parents are out there uh considering putting yeah, i was impressed I um was, uh, their their school is just the way it works um, pretty legit. it's pretty legit um they really focus on the child's talent and like they're not trying to take your money they're more like this is what i offer this is what i train your child on and it's a great activity too like they said like they should have more confidence after this you should notice like they're like they're able to just talk to people easier, just, you know, and that, enunciate and yeah. um, just like these activities that they gave Mickey um, to do, like write a monologue, write a commercial. It's great. Um, yeah. It was really good. I was good. very Reading, impressed with the school. Yeah, performing. I was very impressed with the school. They even have a, a kids pro class, which mean these kids are already kind of probably have little gigs here wow, and there. Cool. It was really cool. I was really honestly. Um, we met a couple kids at uh, time mickey's dance class where it was this uh it was this lady from st Lu- uh, st louis right mm-hmm. and her cousin from st louis and then their kids so they started telling us like yeah our baby did a, a marshall's commercial a couple of mcdonald's commercials uh this commercial went really national this one ran all the time the residuals were great on that one and i was already like okay we know which baby's paying the rent yeah <laughs> uh but but she had all her kids in dance class and all her kids auditioning and they and all had she like, has managers. been able to no she was she had been managing them from st louis okay mm-hmm. um the cousins moved to L.A. for more opportunity because I guess there wasn't enough, obviously, in St. Louis. Yeah. So when they got here, the mom decided that she wanted to do an agent mm-hmm. and a manager, right? So she has both. I think, I think so, so. Yeah. so she did that. The cousin now, who also has her kids in acting and so forth, brought came down as well because of the same reason. They kind of ran out of, like... Okay, they've pretty much tapped out of everything they could do. It's time mm-hmm. for in us to move in that market. Mm-hmm. So there's time for us to move. So they moved also. So she had been managing them forever. And so she was like, I don't know if I should get an agent or not. And we were kind of talking about it. And I said, you know. Um, I was like, well, she's my momager. <laughs> <laughs> I said, if you've been managing them, continue to manage them. But definitely, like, I couldn't do an agent's job. You know what I'm saying? Like, because they already have the connects and, right. you know, they know you know, this director, that producer, et cetera. And, you know, so they would probably, I said, but you know, I feel like as a parent, you know more than anyone what your child needs and, and, and can't, mm-hmm. and can't take on, on. And you know what I'm saying? Like you would probably do it more for, uh, I guess like what benefits them versus like, shit, I, I need to make some money off this child. So let me see what gig I can get them. Cause I need my 20% oh, yeah, or 10%, yeah, just, whatever you know, it you is. Don't you know what I'm like, saying? Like, I'm not just going to go, like, for example, even with Chinga, I'm not just going to go say, hey, you're going to go do this gig because we need this money. You know what I'm saying? That's not how it works. You know, we and, and uh, you know, Chingo's able to, to be picky about what he can and can't, what he does and doesn't take, you know. For so sure. that's the 
the beauty of it. But I think sometimes some parents just feel like they want a job for their child, you know, when they're in that in that career or well, yeah, that you that gotta industry. Be, you don't want to like put your you kid don't want to do them to that. I yeah. think you need to let them enjoy it and mm-hmm. do whatever they feel like doing. Yeah. You with know? Nikki, she was curious about it, and uh, I know it's good for her imagination. It could be good for her confidence. I wanted her to have that experience, mm-hmm. but by no means, I told her I was like, but no means do you think you're just gonna be like a work a child working child? You know, mm-hmm. like yeah. Like, that's a very, Because she was interested. Slim. She was like, what if I wanted to do this? And I said, oh, no, you'd have to be very serious about it before yeah. we even considered, like... Um, like, be a kid. The, you know, um, Mickey likes that stuff, but I, she doesn't show, like, 100% interest to where she could feel, like, where I'm, like, trying to tell Pete, like, hey, you should probably really consider, mm-hmm. you know, this, like, what else can, you know, let's let's yeah. find what she can do. I think this opened that idea for her, um, her taking these classes. She realized like, oh, I've been sleeping on a lot of stuff. Like, well, I yeah, really I mean, yeah. overall, it just opened up our eyes to like, oh, OK, yeah, there's a different pace. There's different like like here. Uh, the reason I hit two spots last night and then uh, Schultz let me do five minutes on his show Sunday um, is because I want to keep that same momentum and mm-hmm. focus uh, that I had going out there. Uh, whereas before, I'd make excuses at here at home, like, ah, oh, well, I was doing admin all day. I'm tired. Or uh, uh, it's kind of far. I don't feel like, eh, my, I heard it's kind of dead. You know, versus like, fuck it. It is what it is. You know, compared to L.A., that shit ain't far. Yeah. Like 15 minutes to the improv here in Houston. Like, come on, man. It's just 15 I minutes. I mean, the yeah. traffic in L.A., you couldn't pay me. My God. How does anyone sit through that? It, it's in, you know, in Houston, I we have to. traffic. In Houston, we have traffic, right? Yeah. And you maybe how need. How could anyone ever? Yeah. You know, you sit, you, you plan for an hour, right? At least, yeah. At least, right? Here, it's like two or three hours in advance. Like, you need to be somewhere at six. You got to leave at two. It just depends, you know? So, like, I was having to do far off shit. Like, hey, don't forget, you have Irvine tomorrow, and we're staying in North Hollywood. Or you, you got to do Anaheim, or riverside or oxnard so on the way home after the gig it might be like 45 minutes or an hour like i'm going across town but on the way there it's like hey man it's four o'clock you gotta leave now for a nine o'clock show. i mean uh, the show might have been like you want to be there at seven it starts at eight um yeah man you might want to like four thirty. you would leave at four and allow time for like God forbid a flat tire a wreck right uh, pol- uh you know something happened and they shut down a lane it's um, crazy, but bruh. here, even with a shutdown lane, if you leave an hour before... Shutdown lane. <laughs> Go ahead, boo You're fine, you know? Yo, they shut down a lane... Uh, well, shy. <laughs> 59 and 610, like where the gallery is. Yeah. They shut one of the lanes down, so now it's like, I think, like just two and kind of two and a half lanes mm. for like the next year. <gasps> so By the Galleria! That loop area is already a nightmare. Wow. Too bad. Good for people live who there. live, you know, we get to take back roads. Yeah. So we live yeah. in, a, in a, that's what I was telling Pete. I was like, back home, the thing is where we live, you know, there's back streets to everything. In the third. They're in the third. So we I'm able to Alabama. take Alabama everywhere, you 100%. know. So Richmond, I take Alabama, Alabama. I cut through places, all the back streets. West Timer, Montrose, everything's all around. Yeah, here. yeah. So I like, I rarely get on the freeway. Unless I have to. The only time is when we go to We Rock the Spectrum because I have no choice. And it's we jump on the freeway, you know? <laughs> Any that far. And even yeah. to shoot to the southeast isn't that bad because you just, bam, you just catch 45. And yeah. before you know it, 
you're passing up El Bolillo. Yeah. And then, boom, Edgebrook, Scarsdale. Yeah, so. As Penny gets older, by the way, speaking of We Rock Spectrum, uh, it's going to be fun seeing y'all go to the other in-ground, indoor playgrounds just to see how she interacts with, like, kids as she gets older. Because we take the twins to the shit like that all the time. And, I mean, it's fun for them, but I'm like, oh, God. I guess you get tired already. Which is the one y'all go to? Dude, Monkey Joe's is great. Monkey uh, Joe. Urban Air in Sugarland is oh. more for bigger kids, like yeah. the indoor trampoline place. Um, and there's a couple other ones. There's a lot of cool ones yeah. in Houston. Yeah. Uh, it's definitely, uh, there's a bunch of them in LA when I was trying to find uh, an indoor playground for her. There was the My Gym, which we became members of because it was just cheaper. They don't, and they don't really do drop-ins either. So. And, and it was like necessary because after you'd notice like, okay, now she's played out, like she burned some energy or mm-hmm. got some interaction. She's not as restless. Like she was around kids. You know, it's not just like, you know, daddy taking you for a stroll yeah. or like, oh, hey, you're going to sit with sissy now and you're going to watch Pika Pika on YouTube. Uh, so on and so forth. And they just pass out. Yeah, because it was like I'd take her to her class to go play. We'd walk back. I'd give her a pouch, like her little food. we walk back. And by the time we went to the apartment, she was that was her nap time. Mm-hmm. I was able to get some work done or laundry, whatever it was that I was able mm-hmm. to do in that little span of time that she napped. And it was great. You know what I'm saying? But um, the My Gym here is 20 minutes away from us or 22 minutes away from us. So. Mm-hmm. We rock the spectrum is about the same distance. Yeah. So mm-hmm. versus 17 minute walk. So we're going to have, our, well, mainly Sol is going to have her work cut out for herself, <laughs> planning and executing this, this move. I'm going to just call it a move uh, to where we're going to be back and forth on uh, Houston and LA, like Robert Ori. You know yeah. Uh, back and forth, you know, strategically though, right? You yeah. Have pilot season out there. Um, there's a specific improvisation class that um, um, I need to sign up for, uh, you know, because I got to keep my tools mm. sharp, baby. I mean, there's tons of comedians that do that. Like, uh, I was just. Well, they should. With, yeah, like the uh, like uh, Gary Owen was just on Theo's podcast. Oh, okay. Did you listen to that? What, no. What no. did he say? What did he say? He lives. At, uh, he said, yeah, he goes, Theo asked him about that living out here. He goes, yeah, I did it for like three months, something like that. Like, LA? Yeah, he goes. I'm all good. I don't need to live out here. You know, I don't want to need to be in this mess of a, of a city. So mm-hmm. I think he Where's he based out of again? Is it Atlanta? Like Atlanta or St. Louis, something like that. And then I'm uh, curious. Nick yeah, Swartzen yeah. is another one. What, uh, where's Nick live? Uh, uh, Minnesota, I think. Really? Yeah. Uh, but what does he do? He comes to L.A. when necessary? Yeah, just when necessary. I mean. Uh, well, how did you hear about Nick Swartzen doing that? On, uh, it was also on Theo's podcast. I need to listen to that because he was performing... At, at the improv, while uh, Jesus Trejo was doing the Spanish uh, sh- comedy show at the Im- at the other room, which you did, yes, oh cool. So I did ten minutes Spanish, straight fire, straight heat rocks, mm-hmm. straight zingers, ding 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 ding. Uh, you know, I didn't have to say "Cómo se dice" not once. <laughs> oh, you uh, told me that. That's how. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. But um, so that was my main shit. I tried to go in as prepared as possible. And I picked the jokes that I felt would translate best, you yeah. know, because some things are like midwife. Oh, it, that'd be partera. It, it doesn't work. The, the, the joke. Right, that, you right. know what I mean, um, how was Swartzen in that mix? How do I, oh, I'm sorry. He was performing in the main room. Oh, gotcha. So he was in the actual improv, but they have this like little side bar area that mm-hmm. they turned into a room. But uh, it was cool, man. Shout out to Jesus Trejo and, and uh, Fabricio and, and the guys, Francisco. For putting that together and including me, but um, what a cool environment, man, for y'all to be in. I mean, it was honestly, like I said, um, because I got to sit back and watch, not be in the mix working. I I 
had a little combo with him one night and I said, wow, I hate to admit this, but I feel like you need to be out here. Mm-hmm. Like at least for a little bit. Um, and then we go back home. Cause dude, like I said earlier, it's like you, you're at the laugh factory. You're doing a Spanish shit. You're doing this intocable thing. Uh, you're on big boy show. You're on B real show. You're on Dean Del Rey show. Um, you know, jo- I was on George Perez stories, uh, his podcast. Um, I have a couple scripts I need to read. Nice. Taking classes, uh, networking. It was a lot. And, and, Meeting and, fans, growing the fan base, you yeah. know, shaking hands. Yeah, so it's when I, when I kind of, when I realized and I told him, I said. Uh, a lot of stage time. It was great. Yeah. Know? I mean, it's your, it's, it's what you do. It's the world that you work in. It's like somebody that worked in oil, that wants to work, work in oil and gas and doesn't live in a major market where there's oil and gas. Like, yeah. what the fuck are you doing? Then? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Very true. Big, yeah. So Houston's a shit in many ways, uh, but we need to tap into I mean, that I love LA. home. Don't, don't yeah. get me wrong. Like this, and then there's other markets. And me driving around here, I was like, oh, my God. It's just like so much better to drive around here. I don't. It doesn't make our traffic seem as bad, obviously. No. no. I love my traffic now. <laughs> no, our traffic, yeah. I love my traffic. I look traffic. forward to our traffic. I'm okay we're now gonna make with that. We're here traffic. okay with our traffic now. We need to make that shirt. I love my traffic. Like, I love yeah. my traffic. Okay. Like, this is, this Houston, traffic. Houston, keep your traffic. That's a nice amount of traffic. Yeah, I love our traffic. You know, it gives you time to, like, you know, you know check the gram. Like, you know. it's it's the right, am- we have the right <laughs> amount of traffic. Ladies, fix your makeup. It's, it's really, like, that's really some me time. That's really yeah. what that is. Yo, Joe Diaz, Joey Audio Diaz was books. talking about like the, the same thing. I love when Joey gets on rants about traffic, LA traffic oh, and all word. that shit. I, okay. So hit that, and he's also talking about the immigration thing. Rogan would ask him about it, and he goes, have you ever thought they were just fucking full? Have you just thought that we're just full? There's no room anywhere. You can't come here anymore. You just can't drive anywhere. Ubers and taxis and cars. We just don't have any more room. And like that's exactly how he's I feel. He's talking about LA? Or? Just in general, the United States. He really feels like we're full? Yeah. No. He made that, he, but specifically in You in ever L- been to Amarillo, Texas? Specifically in L.A. Specifically in L.A. Oh, okay. Yeah, them, Yeah, they look full. Yeah. Over there, yeah. It's, it's they def- look like they need some people to trinkle out. Yeah. Yeah. Like, hey, some of y'all ain't Like, listen, if you're not there and you have not, if you're still there after 10 years and you have not gone, this is, this is my, this That's is my. Up. You're about to crush dreams right now. If you've been out there for 10 years. And Someone I know is that on their 11th year. I know that about it's hard. To break. I know that it's hard because so many people out there are literally trying to make it in this industry, yeah. right? In the entertainment industry. But I feel like if you're at 10 years and you haven't gotten a commercial, <laughs> it's probably time that we switch careers well, and no. maybe jump into it a different way. If you really love that industry so bad, you maybe, have to jump into it a different way. Maybe, yeah. maybe you start creating your own content. You start doing it. We should be doing that anyway. Yeah. And plus, no, but to her point, man, um, there's a lot of delusion. There's mm-hmm. a lot of um, entitlement. There's a lot of like, Lack of knowledge in terms of like, hey, if you're an actor, this isn't for everybody. But if you're an actor that's just kind of waiting around and you're not taking classes, you're just fucking Ubering in the daytime and you kind of audition from time to time. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Because you got to be networking and creating friends with you know writers and people that are like you know YouTubers and directors and uh, sketch uh, improv actors and mm-hmm. comedians and creating stuff while you're taking a number and waiting yeah um but yeah absolutely you, you, there's a lot of um motherfuckers that 
think like, well, this is how I would do it. Why should I take a class? And why won't they just pick me? And I, I want it really bad. And I've been waiting really long. It's like nobody gives a fuck. Yeah. But I'm talented. Nobody gives a fuck. But I'm, I'm beautiful. I'm good looking. No one gives a fuck. Mm. Mm. You're not the only pretty person. Like they can make you pretty these days. For sure. They always point out the outliers also. Those people are like, well, so-and-so didn't get didn't pop off. Like Rodney Dangerfield was 55 or whatever the fuck, you yeah. know. But... Yeah, but <laughs> read the book Outliers if you haven't, and then you'll know why. Get a better mm-hmm. grasp on that. Not everyone is fucking that special. You got to come at it from a different angle. But uh, um, you have another yeah, conference yeah. call uh-huh. coming up, so we might want to cut. Yep, it here. cool, man. Um, we briefly touched on the Cali experience, and just again, thank you, so many people, man, that came out to all the shows, and we appreciate you guys. Uh, it's good to be home, and you know, of course, we're, we have tour dates, and we're already planning 2020 because there's a lot of cities we didn't hit. But uh, we're back. You know, thank you for subscribing and tuning in. So many fans of the podcast, like, we're like, yo, we listen and oh, man, listen at work and, you know, so on and so forth. So Love it. Thank you guys. And we'll yeah. holla at you next Monday. Whoop. Peace. Don't forget to subscribe to the email too. Feria Friday. Sus. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.